Welcome in to the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that thumbs up button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay Smith, here with Saul Bookman and Gerald Borgay. And even though it's technically Trade Machine Tuesday, we're scrapping that yes. today. We're going to move it to Wednesday because we got bigger things to talk about. <laughs> you can run, but you can't hide, Lindsay. DeAndre in and the Phoenix Suns made things officially official yesterday. They went social media wait, official, Wait, 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 y'all. wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. You skipped everything. What, what did, did I skip? skip? How are you guys doing today? Oh. I don't want to know how you're doing today, <laughs> so I'm mad at you. came in hot <laughs> She don't give today. a damn. She's trying to get she's in and get out no. in 40 minutes. Yeah, you, you know <laughs> 20 minutes, let's get the fuck out of here. You know it's bad, but there's no vibe check at the start. No <laughs> vibe check. Fine. How are you guys doing today? <laughs> <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Was doing better until she forgot the vibe check. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> listen, Gerald. Gerald, don't Ooh, even get me started. Is that a one started. in your shirt? Yeah. Oh, a man. band, not the show. Oh. I was going to say, what would you do? No. I don't remember the rest of the lyrics. <laughs> right over my head. Didn't get it. Okay, now can we talk about DeAndre? Yes. Yeah, let's talk All about right. DeAndre. It's Why social not? media official, everybody. The Suns and DeAndre in are back together. Hooray! <laughs> and there was also an article that, that came along. So sarcastic. It wasn't meant to be sarcastic. It was more just like because everyone like was freaking. No, it was more because everyone was freaking out yesterday about um, them not putting it on social media, <laughs> meaning there was still something going on between the two of them. Yeah. And I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's stupid. It was there. sarcastic towards that, okay. not towards DA. Oh, okay. gotcha. All right. <laughs> it was stupid, is what it was. I people are just absolutely trying to leave or read all the tea leaves and we said as much yesterday like dude oh sorry um yeah sorry i just got i forgot i turned my phone off too (laughs) the tea leaves yeah it just listen people overreact to the smallest of things right now they're trying to be the first one to to recognize this or recognize that and really there's nothing to recognize what was done was done it was always going to happen it happened and we move on but you thought we could move on you thought. You thought. Well, that's the biggest thing that's so weird about this whole situation. So we have some photos to share. This one is obviously a picture of DeAndre and big old smile on his face. Looks super happy to be in this situation that he's in, getting paid, playing for the sun. I mean, he kind of looks like a guy that wants to be in Indiana. I mean, definitely <laughs> Clearly. looks Clearly. real sad. And then there's more photos. James Jones was present. Robert Sarver was present. A lot of people are like, why was Robert there? Well, because technically Robert is still the managing partner of the Phoenix Suns. We have zero news on that. He probably lives like right around the corner too. Probably. Also, why wouldn't he be there? It makes sense that he would absolutely be there as well as James Jones. But there was also a video that went around um, from DA's girlfriend and everyone looked at this video because it was just DA and one of his agents signing the contract and everyone was obviously on the other side of the room, but everyone was asking the question, why isn't anybody else in that room? Why didn't they go as big as they did for Devin Booker? Mm. Why is this? Why is that? Red flag, red flag, red flag. And it's like, y'all, my head hurts. Pump the brakes. Mm. Pump. You really think 
like, okay, they didn't do it in Vegas or they didn't do it in Beverly Hills or they wherever. They couldn't have done it in Vegas because it wasn't done when they were all in Vegas. Like, right. like, does that really even matter? Like, it doesn't. And you think that James Jones and Robert Sarver put a piece of paper on the table and said, uh, hey, uh, DA, yeah, hey, what's up? This is Robert. Uh, yeah, just go into the building and sign the papers on the desk. We'll see you in October. No, that's yeah. not how these things work. Even for a minimum contract, the GM's at least going to be there. Like, everybody just trying to shit on the moment, and I didn't like it. it was, I didn't like it, not one bit. It was a 13-second clip on Instagram posted by his girlfriend before the Suns had posted anything official, and people were, like, reading into it, like, where is everybody? Why is it just DA and and this, like, I, people are trying way too hard to make this a way thing. Way too hard. Way too hard. And then as soon as the Suns posted stuff to their official account, it showed that James and Robert were there. Not to mention um, Diaz's whole, whole family, entire family entire was family. there. Right. Obviously, content creators were there. We wouldn't have gotten those photos. And if you look at what Devin had in Vegas, sure, it was in Vegas and it was at some fancy restaurant, I'm sure. It was the exact same people, his family, mm -hmm. content creators, members of the Suns, and his agent. Right. The exact same people that were at DA's signing. Yeah. You you talk about these things like you know what's going on behind the scenes, <laughs> Lindsay. Shh. <laughs> 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 Gotta keep I the mean, sources I on mean, the DL. Jesus. Like, like, <laughs> literally, we have two of the only people on podcasts that have worked for the Suns and know how these things go. Mm. Like, I, we never had any doubt about how this was going to unfold. We talked about it at length both before and during the show yesterday. It's just I am baffled at how people really, really want to make this a situation. Mm -hmm. And people like to say, oh, well, the media blew this out of proportion. Or No, it has not been the media. Right. They've just basically said, like, hey, this is where they're at. This is where they're at. This is where they're at. This is what the rumors are. This is what's happening. And for the most part, especially with Indiana, those things came to be true. And then he signed his contract. And everybody seems to be have, have moved on, like we said was going to happen yesterday, whether you want to believe it or not. And we'll get into that. Yeah. So you want to talk about this article? Let's do it, because there was a lot of good reporting in there and a lot of uh, interesting tidbits that I think are worth touching on, especially because yesterday we were just talking about we don't know what the relationship is like. We don't know if bridges have been mended because we didn't. And now I think we have a clearer picture of that, yeah. all that. Where should we start? Do you want to start just about how DA was feeling? Because I know that yeah. was a question that a lot of people were asking. A lot of people were speculating about. I mean, we did a little bit as well. Mm -hmm. um, it was just uncertainty, right, around yeah. how DA was probably feeling about this whole process. And he did say in this article, he admitted that he was anxious about the end result, but he realized it was a business and tried not to look too deep into it, which I think is the only logical way to approach a situation like this because you have to take emotions out of it because somebody could desperately want you on their team but financially just cannot make it work right. so that's the only way that you kind of looked at it but he also said he's very happy to put free agency behind him he's ready to work and compete for a championship with his teammates which is no shock yeah. it's no shock everything da said basically Sounded like everything he said before the season started, mm -hmm. where he was like, "Hey, it didn't work out. We didn't get what I, you know, I didn't get what I wanted, but I'm still gonna, you know, put my head down and get to work." And he, listen, for as many people want to shit on Da about the stupid ass video game, like he's a pro. 
Mm-hmm. Like he's a pro on how, and how he deals with the team and how he comes across. He's a professional. Like I don't think anybody could doubt that at this point. He just he handled this beautifully. He didn't get on social media. He didn't scrub his social media. He didn't delete the sons from his social media just to cause a stir. He just stayed low key. He kept to himself. He went to the Bahamas. He got a little zen, and he came back. And now we're right back to where we started. It was it was kind of reaffirming what we were speculating about yesterday, as far as it being a learning lesson for him, as far as the business side of it all, and um, you know, not taking it personally. Because with a situation like this, it is easy to take something like that personal, especially when it's your own team that you have to go out find another team get that offer sheet matched to come back to where you probably always wanted to be in the first place. Um, so that is a learning process, but it was good to hear him say in the article, like, yeah, it is a business um, and that he wasn't looking too deep into it because, you know, again, we've, we've talked a lot about how is this relationship going to look moving forward with him here for the foreseeable future. Now, is this something you can put behind him? Step one, saying all the right things about understanding that aspect of it. And then being willing to move past it immediately, that's a good sign for everybody involved here. And within this article, we also heard from James Jones. He shared that he had told DA throughout this entire process that they wanted him back. Mm -hmm. He also shared that publicly in a video conference on July 1st. And Jones said matching the offer as quick as they did proved that they wanted him back, which I do think that was something that a lot of people had talked about. We had discussed as well. The speed in which they matched that offer was a really positive feeling Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. It made us all be like, okay, they clearly do want him back. They're clearly not even, as the reports had stated, because there were reports saying the Suns were not interested in negotiating a sign-in trade with the Pacers. That shows that that was likely very true. Yeah, absolutely. Because they had, what, seven hours to work out a signing trade before the signing became quote-unquote official. Mm-hmm. And then they had to match. They were like, let's not even wait until that. Let's just get it done and over with. James Jones gamed that part of restricted free agency extremely well because he, what he told DA apparently behind the scenes as far as consistently saying, we want you back, we're going to bring you back, matches with what he told the media the last two times we've gotten a chance to speak to him. Uh at the end of the season and on draft day, I asked him about DA, and both times he said he's a part of our future. Nothing has changed. That's what he's been telling DA. And obviously, you know, actions speak louder than words. And it was a little touch and go there for a minute, especially once the Pacers threw him that offer. But like you said, matching it that quickly, a lot of teams typically wait to match a restricted free agent until the full two days are up because you basically ham like tie up the other team's cap space for those full two days. The Suns had no reason to do that because what are the Pacers like? It's not like it was a start of free agency. All the good ones are gone. There was no point in dragging it out. So by matching right away, you show him, yes, we absolutely wanted you back. We're making a statement about this. Um, And and he called it a negotiation as the reason why they didn't give a full five-year max and chose to match instead. And they wound up saving about $43 by not going the full distance with the five-year contract. So... We we talked about the human element and all of that, and we'll get into that a little bit more. But like, as far as the business side of it, the Suns played it the way you're supposed to with a restricted free agent. I honestly, with with, and we all know how much I love Da. Mm-hmm. But if you want Da to reach that 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 next level, right? I think the Suns did a a brilliant job. A four year deal, I feel like 
was was perfect because mm-hmm. it gives DA four more years to prove that he is one of the elites in the NBA. Um, and he and if he proves it, then the Suns will be the only ones in a position to be able to offer a supermax. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of a win-win kind of prove it deal. And 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 the Suns, I mean, I know this is kind of like dollars to cents kind of thing, but you know they did end up saving five million dollars because couldn't they have offered them a hundred thirty-eight million dollar contract on a four-year deal as opposed to the one thirty-three that they got? Yeah, it was like one hundred thirty-six or thirty-eight. Yeah, and so when they, you're over the luxury tax, it mm-hmm. becomes a little bit more important that you save that right. that little bit of little bit of coin. So I I I think both sides won here. I think it was a brilliant move by James Jones to kind of let the market play out. There's a lot of anxiety across the valley about this stuff. There's a lot of anxiety uh, about DA, but I think both both entities got exactly what was ideal for both. So the other thing and a lot of people in the chat are kind of mentioning this. Do you want to play devil's advocate here? Sure. In the article uh, James Jones said he was proud of the way that Aiton handled it and that he's motivated c- to continue improving. Mm-hmm. Um, Jan in the chat said they kept all the private conversations and negotiations private like well-managed businesses do. Blue said, fact, Aiton was very mature through this whole thing. However, we have a few people saying, like Det was um, saying, you know, Flex said DA was most likely gone at the end of last season. I tend to believe what Flex says. So the Suns were looking to move on from DA. And we have seen a lot of that on social media as well. People saying, all of this sounds great and I want to believe it, (laughs) but the math isn't entirely mathing. (laughs) Do you guys feel like there's a side of you that's like just, yeah maybe it's not all adding up the, like the way that it says several times on this podcast you are only as faithful as your options mm-hmm. you just are right. if kd was available and they were able to pull the trigger and get kd deandre aiden wouldn't be a son right now right. yes so yeah you're right in that regard however comma they didn't sign they didn't trade him for fucking miles turner Right. <laughs> so we can stop with this foolishness. It can be a little bit of both. It doesn't have to be like D.A. could have wanted a bigger role and he could have wanted to go somewhere else because he didn't think he was going to get that bigger role here. Mm. Cool. But that doesn't mean that there's not a way to work around it. And maybe and listen, both sides are going to have to adjust here a little bit. Monty's going to have to give it a little bit. D.A. is going to have to give in a little bit. And they're going to have to work together to create that additional responsibility for D.A. But this idea that. DA was unhappy because somebody had reported that he he's most likely out. I think that was completely curtailed around the fact that Kevin Durant was available right. and available unexpectedly. So that's what I think. If if Kevin Durant was never in the picture, I think we're right here. Yeah. I don't think there's any doubt about it. I would agree with that. I, I think you said it best. You're only as faithful as your options are fluid. Like, if Kevin Durant was available, anybody would have been available on this team except for Devin Booker and Chris Paul because the Nets wouldn't have wanted to trade for him anyway. But the fact that as soon as the Nets didn't want DA for whatever reason, I think at that point he became off the table unless you could work out a three-team deal. And as soon as the Pacers put their offer sheet forth, the Suns immediately matched it. So, I mean, these situations are fluid. Things can change very quickly, but I do think if not for the KD thing coming out of basically nowhere because not a lot of us really expected this to legitimately be a thing. I I think, yeah, it would have been handled a lot sooner than it was. Well, DA got his bag. That's Mm -hmm. all that matters. He's back in Phoenix, and we shall see how everything continues 
to play out at least until January 15th. At least. Oh, at Lindsay, least. come on now. Like, you, are we really going to start this already? See, you know, well, you know, <laughs> you know it's going to happen no, around the trade deadline no. if they're not winning. DeAndre is I'm not, not the only the one. Year. I'm not saying that he is, but even Coda Kid in the chat said, y'all still going to want to trade him come January 15th. <sighs> you know this conversation is not, not going to die. Don't say y'all, Coda. You know I ain't going to want to trade him unless my option is Kevin Durant. <laughs> exactly. That's, this conversation that's the only is never going that, to die. It's unfortunately just something we have to come to terms with. Right. I, I don't think we're going to get to that point. I just think that DA is going to ball his ass off this year. I mean, that would be an ideal situation for sure. Yeah. Because then we make, don't have to deal with this anymore. No, it would make it a lot easier on all but of us. But honestly, even if he does ball out this year, we're there's still going to be people who are going to say that it's not consistent enough or it's a yeah. fluke or well, whatever. And, and, and to all those people, I will throw Cam Johnson and Mikhail Bridges in their face. People are always going to find something to complain about or to bag on. Like, even if the Suns win a championship, people are going to look at players that maybe had a bad championship series or didn't contribute as much during the championship run and be like, well, this guy's expendable because so and so and so. Like, no matter what, title or no title for this team, people are always going to find some way always. to diminish what happened or to push their own narrative forward. So it's just something we have to get used to, especially with DA because of where he was drafted, who he was drafted in front of, and how polar opposite ends of the spectrum this argument always becomes every time. Eli in the chat said something else that will never die. Trade, Trade Machine, Machine Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Just what let, is, what is the just let awesome him die. What is dead may never die. Yes, what is dead may never die. Let's go. Well, listen, DA got his bag. If you guys want to try and get your bag, you can do that with the DraftKings Sportsbook oh. app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. You, I mean, you could. Use the promo code PHNX. Make your first deposit, and you're going to get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That is promo code PHNX. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. What are you guys uh, gambling on these days? Oh. Nothing. I feel like NBA is one of the bigger ones for it us. It is. It but is. But now that that's kind of settled, uh, where, where are you turning I your I do know to? that Anthony Totri lost his ass last <laughs> night on the home run derby, well, which oh was no. fantastic. So this is what happened. So I dominated Johnny. In the home run derby yesterday, my man went like one for four. I went three for four. Okay. But he made a bet with me that I totally forgot about last night. On our bet show, I was like, Albert Pools is not getting out of the first round, Johnny. Like, Ooh. why are you betting on him? And Albert Pools lucked his way out of the first round. <laughs> hey, however he did. Yeah, however he did it. And so the bet was that if Albert Pools lost the first round, I'd be able to pick a hat for him to wear at Four Peaks the whole day at Party City. But if Albert Pujols got out of the first round, he'd be able to pick a full costume that I'm going to have to wear. Oh! Yeah. A full costume? Yeah, oh. so that happened. Oh. Nice. Wait, Man. so at Four Peaks next Wednesday, yep. Johnny gets to pick your full outfit? My yep. full costume from Party City. <laughs> yes. And he said he will not be kind. And I forgot about it yesterday. So oh what, when God. he was like shit-talking me, I'm like, relax. You made it out of the first round. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> he, was, he texted me and goes, dress up, cutie. I'm like, oh. Oh, my I'm God. I'm so excited oh, for this. I don't know if I'm excited about this because Johnny <clears throat> might put you in some I mean, Johnny did say he's not going position. to be kind. Yeah. So oh, I'm excited. I'll look good at anything. But I did win uh, upwards of he's gonna dress 80 you up something as like a hot nurse. Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> I can't wait oh to turn God. that into a graphic, just a picture oh of him in his costume. God. I'll this look good This is going to be fantastic. Anything. 
Uh, Coda in the in the chat said they are betting on boxing. William mentioned the WNBA. Mm-hmm. Blue mentioned MLB. All great options. I do enjoy gambling on boxing because they have so many different and and MMA as well because there's so many different little like scenarios Lizzie, that you can we pick. Gotta, we gotta watch a UFC fight together. It's, it's kind of fun. <laughs> I, am and a it, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm down. Screamer. Let's do it. We'll do it one of these days, Shane. You can come over. We'll watch a we'll watch a fight together. Hold on. Pause. Okay. I hate I hate the way you describe that. <laughs> um, <laughs> <a> screamer. <laughs> I just oh, oh man. Yay. Why do you guys always have to do that? We're always. guys. That's we're My stupid. God. When do you ever we're hear the term? Dumb. screamer and not in not that context that. Yeah. that was the furthest thing from my mind really mm. he was clearly talking about something very specific you hear it's the phrase like i'm was, a screamer it's not like he was leaving it <laughs> open-ended for you to fill in the well, blanks he, he gave you Lindsay, all the, the story Lindsay. to be fair before they even said anything i interjected with pause so mm-hmm. he knew what he was doing i realized what happened. i didn't know what i was doing but i realized what i did <laughs> Anyway, if you want to see Shane dressed up in whatever Johnny decides to dress him up then, highly recommend you guys come join us next week, Wednesday the 27th at Four Peaks Brewery. We are going to be out there all day. All of our shows are going to be live from the brewery. We're going to have drink specials. There's great food to be had. Lots of fun. Um, and before you come out with us on Wednesday the 27th, make sure you head over to gopnx.com because our Toast of the Month sweepstakes is live. We're going to select the winner next Wednesday. So you have roughly, what, seven days or so to get your entry in. It's absolutely free to enter. You will win a $50 gift card to Four Peaks Brewery, a shirt of your choice from our locker, and an annual Go PHNX membership, which is where you can read all of Gerald's sweet, sweet content. But just a reminder, you have to be 21 or older to consume Four Peaks Brewery mm-hmm. beers. And we ask that you enjoy responsibly. And there's a comment in the chat by Eli that says, PHNX needs to have watch parties. There you go. Um, brother, uh, just so you know, <laughs> we have done multiple watch parties. He and might we will be con- new to I'm, the club. I'm about to say, and we are going to continue to do more, I'm Lindsay. Just, I just want you to be nice. Halfway through my sentence. Let me finish my thoughts. We will have plenty of watch parties in the future. And you can hang out with Lindsay as she comes in and says hi to you at your table because that's what we do. We go around the room. We say hi. We say thank you for coming. We appreciate you, mm-hmm. valued member of this PHNX Sons podcast. Yes. I get anxiety sometimes. So if I don't yes. say hi to you, please come say hi yes. to me yes. if you Yes, introduce yourself to us Come too. over to our table. Because yes. I get hi. really nervous. Lindsay likes it when people hover. It's fantastic. <laughs> so, yeah. Saul likes hugs. Oh. Just so you guys know, if you just come, big bear hug, okay. just b- from behind. Well played. Well there you played. go. Yeah. Gotcha. If you do that, I might not respond appropriately. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have um, Jose said he thinks he meant not sons related. Uh, we have watch parties for coyotes. Cardinals. We have watch parties for cardinals. We have one for sons. And then, of mm-hmm. course, uh, the last Wednesday of every month, we have a live show gathering at four peaks mm-hmm. which is just all of our live shows so it's pretty casual pop in have some food leave come back later have a beer whatever works for your schedule basically kind of a thing also in the works um some watch parties for sun devils uh especially for that week two game against oklahoma state since that's on the road we're trying to find a venue we'll probably do it at four peaks we'll see mm-hmm. um we'll probably do that 
Uh, U of A down in Tucson. They got their own thing going on. Mike Luke's handling that. We'll have some stuff for that. And uh, as we move forward, we will have more and more of these watch parties, including a Diamondbacks one that we're trying to do at Chase Field in the Four Peaks Lounge up Ooh. there in the in the in the brewery spot. So stay tuned. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. You can follow us on social. That's probably the best way um, to get all that information. Back to the article. The other portion of this article that everyone kind of clung to and had thoughts and feelings on was Monty's contribution to the article and the things Mm -hmm. that he said. Obviously, he did share that he was ecstatic that DA is back and knew the Suns would match any offer. Um, But one of the things that I kind of found the most interesting was that he brought up the money side of things, which he basically just flat out said, listen, we know it's about the money. Once you once you accept that it is oftentimes about the money, it's much easier to navigate these type of situations because everyone wants to get the bag. He even literally said in there, yeah, I love the NBA. That's first and foremost. But second, I love the paycheck that mm-hmm. comes with working in the NBA, as do the players. I could easily go find a head coaching position at a high school and have less stress and less drama and a lot less money as well. Oh, about less drama, but yeah. Well, <laughs> have you ever met a pub- high school parent? Publicly. <laughs> Holy shit. National they might be some of the worst people you. in the world. <laughs> No, true. I look, I, I found it kind of refreshing that he said the quiet part out loud because obviously these guys love the NBA. They love playing basketball. And he brought that up as well. Like it's not just about the money, but to pretend like it's not about the money at all would be stupid. Like we'd be kidding ourselves. There's millions of dollars at stake for all of these guys and their careers don't last forever. So like when you are in this high pressure situation of playing you know, on the biggest stage in the world, playing for millions of dollars, playing for championships, like, yeah, of course the money matters. Mm -hmm. And I kind of like that a lot of people took issue with this side of things, and I I just don't get it. I feel like it's just kind of refreshingly honest as far as, like, yeah, the money does matter. And now that he's got the money, and now that most of the Suns do outside of Cam Johnson, their contract situations are taken care of, you can take that distracting element out of it. Like, He's just being kind of upfront about the fact that when you have lingering contract situations, it can become a distraction. You know, I think people. Oh, Jesus. I thought changes <laughs> to the second time. Like, you know, the phone rings and now the show ends. Like, what's going on? Um, I think people put their own value on what they think players should be satisfied with. Mm-hmm. But that's just not how the world works. I remember, um, you know, having a discussion with multiple social media peeps while I was at Fox Sports Arizona and the item of compensation came up Mm -hmm. and we were talking and I kind of was feeling out the room and they had mentioned how much money they were making. And at the time I was like, damn, okay. Mm -hmm. Cause they were making, I was making double what they were making, Mm -hmm. but that's because they put their own shelf life or their, their own limit on what they thought a position like that would entail. Mm -hmm. And also they were in sports and they were working for a team and the team had put their own value on what somebody in that position should make as well. And when you put yourself in those limits and then you find out what other people are making around, you're going to feel some type of way because especially in sports, it's like 24, seven, It never stops. Right. You're probably the hardest working social media person. People out there are in sports. <laughs> and so when you're DA and you see what your colleagues are making, like MPJ and Shea Gillis Alexander and Trey Young, peers, 
and you're like, what the hell? Like, especially MPJ and Shea Gilgis Alexander, I'm equally as good, if not better than them. I'm more valuable to my team than they are. Like, I should be able to get that kind of money. So you're going to feel kind of way. And I'm happy that Monty says that and that he realizes that because you can't negotiate. You, you, you can't you can't talk to players on an eye to eye level if you can't even acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. There's just no way. Right. There's just absolutely no way. Even it, just in normal everyday life, you can't. If you're a boss and somebody comes to you and they they have a money problem, you can't just ignore it and act like it doesn't exist and then expect them to bust their ass 40 to 80 hours a week. Well, not 80 hours, 40 right. to 60 hours a week. <laughs> well, right. yeah. well, depends people, on where you're working. People, you know yeah. what I mean? So I, I love the human ele- element of that. And again, I'm always going to go 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 to bat for these guys that are open, they're honest, because that's what I want. I want to hear what you have to say. I want to see how you're thinking about these situations. I'm not going to shit on you for having a difference of opinion than maybe I would because you were open enough to share that difference of opinion. I'm not going to do that. And I don't think everybody else should. I think that's what we want from our athletes. That's mm-hmm. what we love about sports is that on the court, you can visually see everything that's going on, their emotions, their reactions. That's the greatness of sport. And I want more of that behind the scenes. And people get upset because the Suns were very, they were very, hey, this was all buttoned up for the most part. Oh, like, yeah. They were all buttoned up. Um, and they're not like the Brooklyn Nets and shit just going out the door left and right and rumors and this and this and that. They're not like them. And so when we get these glimpses of these guys' personality, we need to appreciate that. And I appreciate what Monty has to say. I appreciate DA and what he has to say um, very much, very much. Yeah. And if you know Monty well, like if you've listened to him talk at length multiple times throughout the season, like we all have. Like what he had to say about the money side of it wasn't like a shot at DA or like saying like, oh, the money was a distraction for him. Now I'm glad that it's not. It was more just a blunt acknowledgement of the situation league wide. Like this is something everybody in the league has to deal with at some point. Um, and so I a lot of people were saying like, oh, he didn't give a lot of uh, reassuring quotes about the whole situation. And I couldn't disagree more with that. I feel like reading this article really well reported Based on what I heard from James, from DA and Monty, I feel way better about the whole situation. Which I think is one of the biggest takeaways that we should all be looking at mm. here after reading this article because, let, well, let's get into this side of it. They brought up game seven. Right. Somebody had to ask the question. We couldn't have just ignored it forever, mm-hmm. even though many of us would have liked to just left it in the past. Yeah. Uh, but Monty described game seven. What do you say, what did he say? What did he say about He said it was, quote, a bad day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And said people one, one focus. Yes. Okay. okay. A bad day. And okay. said people focus on the negative, but he's trying to look at the season in a holistic way mm. and that this is a part of the process. Mm. Now, DA said that the Game 7 incident is, quote, in the past. Mm-hmm. He said he and Monty are on good terms and described their relationship as, quote, calm. Call me crazy, but I feel like if you can describe a relationship in your life as calm, 
that is a very positive thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Like that's what I feel like a lot of people would be striving for in most relationships. Sure. Do you want me to change my, my yes. tone? I need you to be more calm, Saul. I will be calm if I walk in here and I don't see people catching bullets left and right from you. Well, you about to get on that list, too. Keep it up. I've been on that list. I created the list. That's true. So it's your fault. It's really your fault. I wasn't even in the office until like 10 minutes before the show. I think everyone starts on the list and then it's their job to take themselves off the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's That's fair. But yeah, I think that's that's a great thing. You know, I like... Calmness is always good. Mm-hmm. Again, yesterday I had said as much that I thought this was completely blown out of proportion. Mm-hmm. People were were trying to make a big, big deal out of this and that it was, you know, what the fuck? I can't remember the word again. Irreconcilable differences. God, <laughs> I can't say the word. I don't know. It's like a brain fart. So, uh, again, I, I knew it was going to be okay. I think they're going to be just fine. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, and, and I think, to be fair, I think it was okay to wonder and to just be curious about the situation because all that we heard from them was literally right after game seven when it was still fresh on the next day. And then we haven't heard from them for two months. So it's only natural, especially with all these reports coming out, which again, go back to the gamesmanship. If you're going to match an offer for a guy, you want other teams to think that relationship is frayed. You want other teams to think that if they throw an offer sheet his way, you'll legitimately have a chance. That's why the Pacers were dumb enough to clear out cap space offer a max contract that didn't even have a player option for the final year and it got matched and the Suns won that game. But I do think that it was blown out of proportion as well. I think everybody was freaking out about this and it was good to hear from Monty from DA that like, yeah, it was just a bad day. Obviously it was a horrible day and one that we probably won't ever forget in our lifetime, but they have a working relationship We've talked about this being the ultimate test of whether Monty is that true kind of leader in the locker room and the culture. I think this article solved, not solved, but it made us feel a lot better about those potential tensions. Now it's a matter of everybody saying the right things. Now let's see it in action. Let's see them go out and compete for a championship and actually get over the hump this time. Which is always, the, <clears throat> which is always the next step in the process, right? Mm-hmm. You use your words to have to build bridges, but mm-hmm. then your actions are what maintain that bridge. Absolutely. Right. So. Absolutely, Lindsay. <laughs> Look how calm he's being. <laughs> he's so calm right now. I was so calm. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to, to soothe you with my words. <laughs> I think but she added your name to this, the list this, twice. But then she turned her head and gave me that look. I was like, well, I guess that didn't work. <laughs> was that calm or was that sarcasm? Man, Be honest. <laughs> Be it's honest you with yourself, Saul. I can't <laughs> interpret how you take things. That was 100% sarcasm. <laughs> do you guys have any final thoughts on this? Um, I have one special surprise for us, but do you have any final thoughts on this article and situation? 75% of people will take this article and say, well, hey, I feel pretty good about where the Suns are at. Mm-hmm. They made the right decision, especially in lieu of not getting Kevin Durant. The Suns are going to bring back a 64-win team from a year ago. I hope they make some improvements to shore up that roster and, uh, you know, uh, try to help mend some of the things that ailed them in the playoffs. I feel pretty good about our team. We got a pretty good team. We got a good group of guys and happy. The other 25% are just wanting to find all the drama in the world. They're not going to be happy. You're never going to be able to satisfy them. Um, And that's kind of how I took this. I am very concerned right now because uh, Panda in the chat said not to bother anyone, but there is a pretty sizable bug on the wall behind the chair. 
And I am about to lose my mind. Panda, if you don't write in this chat right this second and tell me what chair we're talking about. What? I don't know. I don't know why I'm looking back here. I don't see anything. I don't see anything either. I'm looking in the screen and I don't see anything. Oh my God. What? Lindsay, right shoulder. Where? Psych allied. And that was the day we lost Shane. And Shane created a new list. <laughs> she was about to jump oh, out that shit. damn chair. She, oh, man. She was about to hurdle that TV. I swear. Oh, my God. I really thought I, I looked at your right shoulder. Too. I was like, what the hell? I'm sweating. <laughs> Why, Shane? <laughs> that was the per. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, I know. I was like, oh, shit. For real? Oh man! I hate you so much. <laughs> Shout out. Are we sure there's no bugs right here? I don't here? see a now bug I'm all at up all. in my feels about. Shout out to Panda for the uh, setup. And then Panda still hasn't even ran back I, in the chat. What the hell, Panda? Panda? What the hell? I really think that's a pseudonym for Shane, Mister Panda Slots over here. <laughs> he created a fa- a burner account. Okay, Panda. all Panda wrote was LMAO. <laughs> <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me, Panda? You're on the list. Are we sure that's not Shane? Panda, you're on the list. I'm going to figure out who you are, just so you know, you're on the list. Oh, man. um, Everybody in the chat, Shane's last day is today. (laughs) Eli in the chat earlier asked um, if Saul would do an ad read as a drill sergeant. You want to do an OG's ad read as a drill sergeant? He doesn't want to be taken back. (sighs) Yeah, no. No, because I was not a loud drill sergeant. I'm not gonna. Plus, these microphones can't handle the the loudness of my voice, so I'm not gonna do that. So, yeah. Plus, yeah, you yeah. explained the drill sergeant you would do would be whispering into the mic, and I don't think anybody wants that. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that'd be even better. We've had enough of that with Espo. Do it. Do it. Do it. I will do the ad read though. If oh, you, you want to like. do the ad read? Sure. Why not? Read. You know what I mean. Sometimes when you're paranoid about bugs behind it, behind <laughs> you, you need one. something that's gonna bring you back down and chill you out. A little indica from. OGs will do the trick. They have many different flavors, such as uh, orange creamsicle. Uh, what's the berry one? The berry one that you like? Um, berries and cream? Is it berries and cream? No, I don't think it's berries and cream. There's a pina colada. Pina co- uh, say it again. Pina colada. Pina colada. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, you should in- enjoy these uh, edibles. They're fantastic. They're scratch made from here in the valley. Uh, actually, down in Tucson is actually where they come from. It's nice. Really, yeah. So Tucson has one saving grace to it. Oh. OGs. Scratch made THC gummy. Again, I think Lindsay needs some OGs to bring her back down and calm her down. She's a little on edge right now <laughs> because of what has just transpired the last five minutes. Jose saying Lindsay so. hasn't leaned back on her chair I am yet. literally sweating, you guys. It's not even funny. How do I get out of this? Uh, check out OGs online at OGsbrands.com and on Instagram at OG's Brands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary, but you must be 21 years or older to purchase. Okay. I have us... I'm around at the show because this is a surprise because I'm guessing both of you probably haven't seen this on your timeline yet, but Shane, this is the news. This is the breaking news we've all been waiting for. Official from TMZ. Kendall Jenner and Devin Booker are, quote, fully back together. (laughs) E-entertainment. I'm very happy. That's happy. What did I say? 
Oh, oh. whatever. E Entertainment, E Online, same thing. They're the same, same thing. difference. <laughs> They're basically the same thing. You guys, we can rest easy now. Mom and dad are back Mom together. Mom and dad are back I mean, together. <laughs> listen, anytime you introduce Tristan Thompson into the fold, that's just a bad idea. Yeah. And, you know, he ruins everything. And listen, Devin Booker took one for the team. Let's mm -hmm. be honest. He punched Allegedly. that dude right. Allegedly. Mm -hmm. Allegedly. He punched that dude right in his face. And then he <laughs> cheated on Chloe in, uh, where's he at now? Spain? It was Greece, I think. Greece. Greece. Yeah. He's in Greece right now. Everybody's starting to realize that Tristan Thompson's kind of a piece of crap. I mean, just we, is. we've been here. But like, I mean, we <laughs> have. So I think, uh, you know, cooler heads prevailed. And this is a cute couple. Yes. Like they should be together. Yeah. Power couple. Hashtag Team Lightskin. I'm here for it. Power couple. They are a power couple. Power couple. And like I said earlier, Whatever makes Devin Booker happy, I'm happy with. Agreed. She clearly makes him happy, so that's cool. Exactly. So we can all rest easy now. The DA situation is good and taken care of. Him and Monty are good. Their calm relationship. Calm. Devin Booker and Kendall Jenner are back together, probably out traveling the world and doing some cool shit mm. that they'll post on Instagram in six months. All is right. And the Suns are going to win world. the title next year. Yes. So. All is right. Are we getting resolution as Suns fans? What we is this? Are. I don't understand. Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> Who'd have thought? <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate you as always, except for Panda. I'm mad at you. Uh, <laughs> just a reminder, COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you. We will be back tomorrow at 2 p.m. Same place as always. Until then... You can follow me on Twitter at LindsaySmithAZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. And you can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. Gentlemen, rock, paper, scissors, take us home. Oh, I'm, He's got got it. It. I'm ready okay. to go. Okay. Uh, remember, folks, if you want Lindsay to do anything, just tell her there's a bug behind her. Oi, oi. Hey, yo, my lifestyle is retro. Tell the Phoenix Metro. Megas in control and he ain't never gonna let go. BHNX, though. Lindsay Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me. I'll always wreck the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G. No plan B. Always on the job. My team move like the mob. Turn the beat on. I